Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, we couldn't come up with a good uh, good enough intro for this. So I think Shane's just going to grab something from the episode. Oh, no, we're grand. We'll do that. We'll do that at the end. We'll do the intro. Wait, at the end. no, sorry. Mark seems like he has something. Twerk became a word in the dictionary Ooh. in 2013 and selfie. Oh. Yeah, I had that in the notes. Mm. But first, let me take a selfie. <laughs> You're listening yeah, to Bandwagons. song came out that year was it i don't know actually probably the year after it was i think i wouldn't was. say so hang on i'll google it chain smokers selfie chain smokers selfie <laughs> hashtag selfie guys come on give it a title. 2015 2015 oh. so we're only two years off but anyway right. we got our intro and that's all that matters okay <laughs> welcome back to bandwagons <laughs> We are um, delighted to be joined by uh, Michael and Mark from Paper Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're finally, finally uh, outnumbered for Nula. Yeah, I don't know. Who is from Cork? We have to get the young grandmam lads on because I need I need backup here. Like. <laughs> Fanula's dad likes to tell her she has a gory accent whenever she's uh, spending too much time with me. I do. It's, it's, when I, it's the way I say certain things. Really? Like I go what? real. I don't know. It. I don't notice it. I only notice when I say very specific things. But dad is like, oh, pure, pure wicks. It, it's that when you're like, uh, uh, uh. Like that's how the. <laughs> In my head, does that make sense? That's how brief. No, it. not a bit. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't. know. I wouldn't know what a gory accent is. Oh, like. I say something and, I, and I'll have it in my yeah or. Oh, I wish I wish your mom could come on the podcast right now because she is so like oh, like the cave. My mom is so expert. Yeah, it would be great to have her on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. She said some dodgy shit. <laughs> um, yeah, we couldn't have her on because we would be cancelled. No, she's a liability. And we don't so have we her on. Explain. Said, yeah, we have Michael and Mark on for Paper Tuesdays for a special we episode. Do. We're doing things a bit uh, differently today. We decided to. Maybe it'll be a recurring feature, depending on how successful this is. So, lads, don't be shy. Um, no pressure. Do, we basically, we gave the lads the choice of a year, and we all said we'd pick something from the particular year in the realm of pop culture, and we'd talk about it. Kind of real in the year style, as Breed said. Yeah. Can I just say, I put this to the lads yesterday, and the, I didn't. I don't think I said this to Fanula, but they came back with the year 1996 first. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> She's gonna spit her tea out. <laughs> and I was like, maybe could we pick a year that all of us were like older than two for <laughs> and like Jesus our listeners Christ. would actually remember. You were like a little big sister. You were kind of like, no guys, just just tone it down. To- <laughs> <laughs> you can, you really can. Oh I know Michael gosh. has a great memory, but there's no way he remembers 96. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were a few months older. Yeah, few months old. I experienced it. Yeah, mayhem. (laughs) Well, like we all, we all experienced it. Our memories are just where the where the where in the issue lies. And what was your second choice year, guys? 
What about 2013 for personal reasons, didn't we, Mark? Personal reasons, yeah. It was the year that me and Michael fell in love. Oh, uh, it, was... it was the year we met too. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. There you go. Wow. There, what are the odds? Wow. Bandwag is a paper chooses. It's our anniversary year. Wow. Oh, guys. Oh. Yeah, what would that be in? How many years ago was that? Paper. No. Pa- uh, it w- if it was paper, it would be very apt. I feel like it's wood or something. Is it or moss? Nine years. Eight years. It's probably. Hang on, I'll Google it. Nine. Is it nine years? Eight no, years. Eight, eight. Eight I should say, well, while you're doing do you remember when we had Ian Dempsey on and he it was like, I have a suggestion for an episode and he said you should get the alumni of the AA Roadwatch <laughs> on. Yeah. I think pretty sure Michael is the first of that list of people. <laughs> oh my God. There's been a two-car collision on the Ring of Skinny roundabout, uh, Trevor Clare. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, say Lockatalia Road. Lockatalia Road, approaching in <laughs> at Lunkard. Uh, I actually got a tweet once. I used to be on at L- Lyric FM and um, you, you know, you had to be nice and relaxed and re- refined for lyric. And we got a tweet once to say that I, that I had a lovely pronunciation of Galway. They like to <laughs> you do in Galway. So there you are. <laughs> Galway. It's it's very breathy. I like it. Whistle tones. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. The the eighth wedding anniversary is bronze, which is bronze. nice. Bronze. Oh, Happy bronze day, guys. Thank you. Happy um. Whip out the any... bronze. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, being, being as we're being so romantic. Oh uh, yeah. I wrote you a poem. Oh. I was genuinely going to ask you to write me a poem for Valentine's Day. Mark has written me two poems so far, and they've been cracker. So I'm excited for this. I did. Greedy, <laughs> weedy, lemon squeezy. I hope this gesture won't make you uneasy. The third poem that I have written: Am I a poet or am I smitten? I hope the wagons are keen to learn about twi- to learn about 2016, the year that Gory elected mayor, an large stick of margarine. <laughs> Fionula, I want you to know, as this is our first time on your show, we promise to be respectful and not say queer 20 times in a row. Oh. Oh. I love that. Oh, wait, I can't clap because my... I love I'm that. My only gripe was, was that Beautiful, you- thank you. You said 2016 instead of 2013. Yeah, that's, that's not the year we're doing, though. Oh, no. It confused matters. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should attention. <laughs> Maybe that's a soliloquy. Shane can edit that in post. He'll just he'll just come in and it'll just be his point. It'll be a 20, Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back can to I, matters at hand. Can oh, I sorry. kick off? Sure. Yeah. Because I, in like proper real in the years fashion, I just got some headlines from the year that I'm pretty sure none of us are going to cover, but they all happened that year just to set the scene, okay. and then I it can it kind of leads into like my one if that's okay, okay. with everyone. Well, you've done it anyway. So. <laughs> okay, so just while I'm reading these, just picture that you're watching Rain in the Ears, that beautiful music is playing. There's like pictures flashing on the screen, all that. Um, 2013, the year for Neil and I met. Uh, Super Bowl halftime was Beyonce with special guests Kelly Rowland and Michelle Williams. Um, Nelson Mandela died on December 5th. Oh, fuck! Um, why? Oh, yeah, also, why did you laugh? Second of all, that's so <laughs> I didn't like line these up in order of seriousness, so they're like actually quite. <laughs> Boston Marathon bombings happened. Um, Breed, the birth, the birth of... No, it gets uh, it gets better and then worse. Birth of Prince George, Prince William and his wife Catherine welcomed their first son, the third in line to the British British throne, Ooh. on July twenty second. Corey Monty dies in Vancouver. For um, fuck, where were you? Are, where were you? I was, I was the a, killers. I was in the Gale talks. I was very upset. Where were you guys when Corey Monty died? Who, who is he? <laughs> Finn from Forget Glee. it. Forget it. <laughs> Next headline. Forget it. On March 13th, Pope Francis became the first Pope to emerge from Latin America. Oh. Um, you're not going to like this one, Fanula. Actor Paul Walker was killed in a car crash on November 30th. Margaret this Thatcher. Year. Margaret Thatcher died in April. Oh. Like, <laughs> do you ever bonfires at all for There was a lot of um, unusual baby names. Chosen that year, Channing Tatum um, had a daughter. Oh, for named God. Everly. Oh, I thought you were saying someone named their <laughs> no. child Channing Tatum. I was like, that. No, does. Channing and uh, Jenna named their baby Everly. Josh Duhamel and Fergie welcomed a baby named Axel Jack. Jessica Simpson had her second, second child, Ace Newt. Kristen Bell gave birth to her daughter, Lincoln Bell. Um, 
Elton John and Steve Martin became dads at older ages. I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, <laughs> Holly Berry gave birth to her son at age 47, which is insane. Uh, Chris and uh, Caitlyn Jenner announced their separation along with Julianne Hoff and Ryan Seacrest and George Clooney and Stacey Keebler. Um, Liam Hemsworth and my- George Spice. Clooney was married before a mile. No, they just separated. Oh. Jor, or what was I saying? Uh, Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus broke up and people were devastated when Orlando Bloom and Miranda Kerr announced that they would be separating after three yeah, years of marriage. This one I is my favourite and I'd never heard it before. Dennis Rodman became one of the few Americans to meet North Korea's dictator Kim Jong-un. They're really good friends. Mm, he loves basketball. What? Rodman? Yeah. Jong-un. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'd never heard that. Um... <laughs> Some of the TV shows people were addicted to were Breaking Bad, House of Cards, Scandal, Arrested Development, and Orange is the New Black. Everyone was playing Candy Crush on their phones. Um, and then we're kind of getting into what I've chosen. And it's the year 2013 proved that social media was here to stay for good and for not so good. Um, everyone started taking selfies. The word selfie became a thing. As Mark said, it's in the Oxford Dictionary now. Um, and it was also twerk and derp were also added in. Derp, I've never used in my whole life. Derp is like. Derp is like one of those, like. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever the definition of uh, is, like it's on. And I think 2013's biggest thing was the, was the whole social media ha- had on the charts for the first time that we had ever really seen. It's a very common thing now with TikTok and all. But I think this was like the first year we really saw social media like dictating what songs were at the top of the charts um but before that can you guess what songs it was a great year for pop music can you name any songs from that year oh i was literally just looking at this um, first year lord, college lord um royals yeah royals and tennis court yeah justin timberlake mirrors can you ask black skinhead disclosure when a fire starts to burn arctic monkeys do i want to know um mm. heim the wire Katy Perry, Roar, Avicii, R.I.P. Wake Me Up. Um, R.I.P. is right. And this all came... So many dead people. Yeah. This all came off the back of Gangnam Style, which was 2012. Um, So there were so many viral hits this year. To name them, Blurred Lines, Get Lucky, What Does the Fox Say, Harlem Shake. Um, Lonely Island had a song with Adam Adam Levine and Kendrick Lamar called YOLO. What? Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. And the Lamar got a nice big fat bag for that, I'd say, and he was happy out. Um, and the, of course, the Taylor Swift goat duet. Do you remember that? What do you mean? It was like, I knew you were trouble, oh. but every time we went like, oh, it was a goat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. Um, the Harlem Shake is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the Harlem Shake and what does the fox say? So the Harlem Shake was an internet meme in the form of a video in which a group of people danced to a short excerpt of the song. Um, the video was replicated by many people using the same concept which led to it becoming viral in early 2013 with thousands of Harlem Shake videos being made and uploaded to YouTube every day at the height of its popularity. The meme usually featured participants performing flailing or convulsive movements. Did I don't think I ever did a Harlem Shake video. I don't. Did I, I didn't either. Did you? Yeah, I think we did. We did one for TG Camera. Do you remember? <laughs> of course, oh, you did. We did. We did. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a television recording for um, the GA show, and all there the GA lads, fifteen of us, did a, a load of random acts on the backfield. And, yeah, TG Car ran with. They thought it was great. So yeah, <laughs> I love how TG Car were like, we need a Harlem Shake. Like, let's get the <laughs> let's get the Gory Community School GA team. <laughs> or was that? Or was it Navena? Oh, Gory Community School, yeah. <laughs> uh, a collective bunch of people, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where are my notes going? <laughs> like, uh, if you were a brand, you had to do the Harlem Shake. Like, that was the original of ever. That was a blueprint for so much of that. Like, that was the original TikTok before TikTok was TikTok. Yeah. The Harlem totally. Shake existed. I vividly remember us like dancing to it in your apartment in college, but. Sorry, I do think we I did. I don't it, think we ever think we posted it. it anywhere. No, I do think I do think we did, but I think that's lost to the in in history. Thank God, says I. I, dr- I kind of ever remember of like yeah of Barra being in it. Yeah, in I your- just remember Barra doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, this next one, The Fox, what does the fox say? Was an electronic dance novelty song and viral video by Norwegian comedy duo Ilvis, I want to say. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, it was the t- top trending video of 2013 on YouTube. Um, it was posted on September 3rd, 2013 and has received 985 million views as of last month. Um, the Fox peaked at the top of the Norwegian singles chart and was hugely successful in the US where it peaked at number six on the Billboard Hot 100 for three consecutive weeks. Um, it was the highest ranked song by a Norwegian artist on the chart since AHA's number one to take on me in 1985. But then it was slowly like overtaken by Am I Wrong by Nico and Vince. Do you remember that one? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? That's a good song. That was a good song. Where are they now? When are we doing the Nico and Vince episode? Probably in Norway. Probably yeah. in Norway, yeah. Um, like, so, the, I, I, so you know we fucked up. We're now we're back in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> you know you haven't made it when you're back in your homeland. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, breed, you fucking stuck it in there. Oh no, watch, watch this space. I'll be back there now. Um, yeah apparently they created it like as a they put a teaser on YouTube and it was a video that was created to fail and then it went viral um, and then Ilvis had to come out and be like yeah we, we are not making an album there'll be no other song like this was never meant to be a thing but why did they why did they do it then what the what they just what the fuck does know. it mean to create a song to fail I don't know do you know what I mean they wanted to have an anti-hit I don't know no, I it's don't so believe that. I think no, I think they released it and then they were mortal that everyone was like, what the fuck is this? And they were like, ha, we were obviously only messing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Like more. That's like uh like the Emily in Paris creator. That's not true. The, She's I know lying. it's not true now, but I really believe that because I oh, don't for Christ's sake. <laughs> she She's literally like, it was this gal just tweeted being like, I'm the creator of Remedy in Paris and I was only taking the piss, lol. And ev- all the all the newspapers believed it. Wow. BBC like, that onto her to interview her. That's so so embarrassing. Like you you covered how uh, the how the tweet for about Kanye and the cheating. That that's yeah. They like, yeah. But uh, it's Mark, just like this. Well, you could make up fake news Twitter easily. Mm. Like, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? How it's a trend though. There's pro- there's probably a business in it now, like. You know, but even the stuff with, I don't know if you've seen any of the shit that's allegedly going to come out about Army Hammer. Apparently there's this big story due cannibalism. to break about him. No, but like apparently something like really, really bad is due to break on him this week. Like even worse than My the shit that's already come out. And like some people have now started coming out being like, because he used to work in construction or something, or there was at some point during last year where he went away off working on a building site. I don't know, trying to get his fucking Aussie visa. I don't know. But he... <sighs> Someone has just started tweeting or putting on Insta, basically being like, there were loads of bodies found by this um, by this billing site that I used to work at. Like, I don't have any evidence, but <laughs> suspicious. And be, and like, it's being sent in a group chat being like, oh my God, imagine this is it. And it's like, ha, this is, it, it's coming from fucking nowhere. Like. Sorry, as you were saying that, I was believing it. And then you were like, I just remembered that it's a point about fake news and how you shouldn't believe everything yeah. you hear. Yeah. That's what you were saying. I was like, oh my God, Army Hammer is Ted Bundy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bad man, but I don't know. I how do we know, know, though? We don't know that. I'll believe it when I see it. I, that he's a bad man. Mm. Have you um, checked, who's the big singer from America with the hat, the cowboy? Oh, Garth. Garth, Brooks. Garth Brooks. Have you looked at the Instagram comments on his page? No, can't say have. Right, it's from this podcast called Your Mom's House, which is run by Tom Segura, who's a comedian in America. But he started rumored that Garth Gates is a serial killer or Garth Brooks. Brooks. You leave Garth Gates. Garth Gates, <laughs> for Christ's sake, <laughs> leave that man rest. Right, I'm starting. He's one. not dead. He's just retired. <laughs> yeah, but if you go look at his Instagram comments, they're all like, "Where's the bodies, Garth? I, <laughs> I want my grandmother back." <laughs> She just wants, we're worried about her. Is she okay? Jesus oh Christ. That's yeah. so grim. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I just love how much power we hold as a, like, as a race that we can, like, we can do anything and people are choosing to, like, make up lies about Garth Brooks and, like, <laughs> get all their followers to attack him. We could probably really? solve world hunger and climate yeah. change. And we're like, you know what? Stop <laughs> way on the old keyboard. <laughs> Fuck Garth Brooks. I can't believe he did that to us. There you go. Oh, God. I had a little bit on blurred lines as well, but I actually don't think I want to 
lower the, the dome. Can we not? Can uh, we basically, not? Basically, it was the year Miley Cyrus made her comeback. She made twerking a thing because of the Blurred Lines performance with Robin Thicke. She and didn't, sorry, she didn't make she, twerking a thing. She didn't make twerking a thing, but she made, brought it like to yeah. the pop, the mainstream pop culture. She appropriated at that twerking. time. Yes, yeah. okay. Um, and also Wrecking Ball happened. Mm. Wrecking ah, Ball yes. was such a huge thing. Yeah. That album deserves more respect, in my opinion. Um, so that's what I have about... Or was that her comeback from her breakdown? Who? Miley. That was her comeback from her divorce, probably. If they broke she had no, sure, they hadn't gone divorced. They weren't, they just broken up. Oh. They were married at this stage. Oh, so they got back together after this? Yeah. Okay. Like, like in 2019 and then broke up in 2020. Oh. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I stood on my headphones. Save it for the Miley episode. <laughs> Okay, you brought it up. I will. I will say you did bring it up. But <laughs> sure, sure, we can do that. That's fine. Um, yeah, I done? really, I picked that topic because I really thought Gangnam Style happened that year, and then upon further inspection, realized great, it that's happened. really good. So it's really good that you did that, and then that's just why I fluffed didn't... it out with all those other headlines. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why I wanted to go first. So uh, who wants to go next? <laughs> Jesus Christ, lads. One of the lads go. Rob Ford, who uh, was the mayor of either Toronto or Ontario, some Canadian city, and he was caught smoking crack cocaine in uh, office or sorry in a hotel room, and a video came out about it, and he just openly admitted it in the press, and he was also accused of different things like having an affair, and I don't know how vulgar does this podcast get, but he was accused of inducing an act on a lady, and then he said he had plenty to eat at home. To a press conference. Oh, yeah. And he's the mayor. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, basically, he's like, I've been accused. Yeah. He was, he, in the press conference, he was like, I've been accused of like cheating on my wife and saying that I was eating someone's pussy, but like, it's grand. I've loads to eat at home. Or I was like, I'm happily married and I've loads to eat at home. And it's yeah. <laughs> publicly said this. 2013 was a time. A time. I think he also charged a lady in like a, a debate. He like ran at her. <laughs> and he was a big man. Nice. He was a big man. <laughs> well, see, he was mayor for all of that. Yeah, he was mayor for all of that. And like, there's a clip on YouTube of him just apologizing for like four minutes straight. It's like, I'm sorry. Once again, I am sorry. I'm sorry. Making all these public apologies. But I think he's dead now. So my story's sad too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think that must have been a bigger thing over. I'd never heard of him. Fanula had. And then I, I looked couldn't him up remember. Today. And then when yeah, and then when you sent the clip, I was like, oh yes, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, and then I looked him up, and there was like an SNL sketch about him. And I was like, oh, this must have been huge. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose he just texted about him that time, doesn't it? Hmm? I think you just texted about him in school days. That was kind of the big deal, wasn't it? How someone, was, yeah. Mm. Our school days were a bit bad altogether. We thought, yeah, we were thinking back on those days and training in the muck out in the pitch, and yeah. Um, mm. What, what was it like for you in college, like, or what? Uh, Michael has flipped this back on us. We are his guests now. <laughs> he owns, he owns bandwagon. <laughs> no, I like this. Tell me how did she know if how did she know if something was big, like, or how we talked about news? No, um, where were you in twenty thirteen? Like, where was, was I in twenty thirteen? We were just starting college, so I did journalism, and that was it. Like a lot of drinking, a lot of fucking eating pizza, a lot of getting a lot of free pizza places, and living in Dublin for the first time absolutely traumatised after viewing it as, as this like metropolitan mad like sophisticated place and then moving here and being like right <laughs> right yeah. this, I, is, this is interesting I lived in Fanula's pocket for the three years from pretty much from like when we met and I saw college and DCU in like vivid colours like it was like I was on a high for three whole years and we came and I didn't realise until when we came out of college that Fanula fucking hated every second of it yeah <laughs> and we, we had the college. exact same experiences so it was weird but where were you were you doing the leaving sir we weren't leaving uh, fifth or sixth fifth year, year. Say, yeah yeah but um sorry are you children what they're the same <laughs> age as you oh yeah sorry yeah 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 yeah. that's fair yeah, i skipped to... ty i skipped ty oh yeah. right well, okay. see, we found ourselves so. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't need to find myself she was there all along right there that's what i told my teachers anyway uh like 2013 i see michael doesn't drink but i drank oh yeah for the both of us in 2013 <laughs> so in gory we had thirsty thursdays breed oh, yeah. out for them yeah uh yeah rough 
they were a, a sort of passage, rite of passage, I suppose. Yeah. Like for most people our age and gory. Like yeah. you get two euro vodkas and there was no limit on how much you could order at once. So you could go up, give your man a tenner and get five vodkas in a glass and just go drink it on the street every Thursday night. Yeah, they cancel them now. Like they had to ban it. It got really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I actually remember from 2013 was when Blurred Lines came out. Do you know that video where it's just like all the girls and they're up against the wall just like like not moving they're like the straightest faces and their shoulders are just like I thought that was the coolest hottest thing ever and I have vivid memories of me in O2 like the nightclub in Gory up against the wall I was like everybody out of the way and I was just like staring around just watching and shimmying and it was so embarrassing yeah you really tried to make that a thing I did I did it went well for you <laughs> I tried um, to make my own fun. I don't drink, you see, and it was at an 18th and um, I pre- it wasn't, it was a little bit low crack and uh, <laughs> I pretended to be drunk and <laughs> at the end they just said, Michael, just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Not the best mm. actor. Mm. Felina, what's your pick from 2013? So I, I, uh, guys, what will I start with? Will I start with Everett Hayton and Hathaway or Sharknado? Oh, Jack Nadal. Oh, Jack Nadal. Okay, so we have a few we have a few quizzes, but I'll uh, brief you on what Sharknado was. So the clues in the name: it was a movie about uh, a tornado that also had sharks in it, devastating um, a town. It would the franchise made up of six movies, ended in twenty eighteen. R.I.P. Um, it started as like an inside joke, so it was like a thing the creators were talking about it before. So it was a major TV movie, came out on Sci Fi. Sorry, was this one of those things where it's like, oh, I made it as a joke? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But they, apparently. So this is this is Thunder Eleven, who wrote it. Um, incredible name. He said, there's this town in the movie that's... I, uh, so, sorry, he's referencing another sci-fi movie that's called Leprechaun's Revenge, which I think we should also do for Movie Club as well as Sharknado. Um, and he said, there's this town in the movie that's, I guess, being besieged by leprechauns. And somebody says... Gosh, I hope we don't go the way of that other town. They never recovered after the Sharknado hit. And then basically they were like, ha that's gas. We should make a movie called Sharknado. And they did. Um, but it was like insanely, insanely popular for a made-for-TV movie. Like they had to keep ordering reruns of it. Um, so who is it? We have Tara Reid. Obviously she plays April. She's married to uh, Finn, who is played by uh, Ian Ziering, who's from... Beverly Hills 90210 and like the success of it was just insane like on the night that it aired um, there was like 5,000 tweets per minute about it celebrities fucking loved it it was bananas absolute bananas right I want to I want to go into my first quiz right so I want you I'm gonna it's gonna be Paper Tuesdays versus Bandwagons and Breed is gonna represent Bandwagons obviously so as I mentioned there are six movies (laughs) The first one was obviously called Sharknado, but I need you all to name the others. So, Breed, what was the second Sharknado movie called? Uh, it's definitely going to be like a typical sequel title, like Sharknado 2, Electric Boogaloo. Sharknado 2, this time it's personal. Okay, that was incorrect. It was um, Sharknado 2, the second one. So, <laughs> you are currently in for nil. Um, Paper Tuesdays. What was Sharknado 3 called? Mark. <laughs> Sharknado 3, the third one. That is incorrect. The third Sharknado movie was actually called Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so we're uh, nil all, guys. Um, halfway through. Dripping. Uh, Breed, what was the fourth Sharknado movie called? Think. Oh, I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint because... You are representing the podcast that I also caused. Bullshit. Um, think, think, think Star Wars. Sharknado 4, The Tide Awakens. You're so close, but you are wrong. So is Sharknado The Fourth Awakens? Get it? Oh. It was right there. It was right there. And yet you didn't. You didn't right. The Tide. The Tide Awakens. Um. Okay, the fifth one in which Tara Reid dies. Sorry, I should have said spoiler. Spoiler. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But they bring a rack. Because they invented, they realized there's time travel again. Sorry, spoiler. But I'm watching this. Paper Tuesdays. What was Sharknado Five called? Sharknado. I, it has something to do. I'll give you a hint as well because I think that's unfair. Anywhere, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, something to do with climate change. Mm. Love dead air, guys. Five. Ah. Oh. I appreciate how seriously you're taking this. <laughs> no. Um, Sharknado 5, the one where the star dies. <laughs> that is unfortunately incorrect. It was oh. Sharknado 5, global swarming. Oh. Oh, so and then finally, Breed, you could you could win with this, right? <laughs> or actually, sorry, I'll leave it open. I'll leave you both guess, right? Okay. So this was the last one. So Sharknado 6. What was it called? Shark, I, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say Sharknado 6, time to say goodbye. Close, but not close enough again, I think. Sharknado 6, the final chapter. <laughs> no, guys, unfortunately, it was the last Sharknado. Um, it's about time. So, oh. so no winners the right there. Answers. <laughs> but luckily, I actually have um, another quiz, oh. which I'm more excited about. And it's, um, okay, so actually, I'll give you the choice again. So I have, um, we know how long you'd survive in Sharknado, or Sharknado plot point, or real life shark encounter. What do we want? Oh, I like the end of the second one, but let's give it to the Like that, I think that's all. Go for the second one. Score is 60 Yeah. Okay. Sharknado plot point or real life shark encounter from Time Magazine. Excellent. Okay. Question number one. After sustaining a shark bite on his foot, a man escapes death by punching the shark twice in the face. Was that real life or the Sharknado movie, Breed? I'd say that's real. That is correct. It was real life. Number two, Paper Tuesdays. After a huge wave thrusts a shark onto a boardwalk, a man kills it with the stool he had been sitting on. Was this real life or was it Sharknado movie? Sharknado Sharknado movie. That is correct. Would you believe? (laughs) So one all. Question three. Breed. A shark stranded in the middle of a road is run over and killed by an ambulance. Was this real life or was this the Sharknado movie? I'm going to say real life. It sounds like the start of a sum. Incorrect, I'm afraid. That was the Sharknado movie. So guys, you have a chance to take the lead here with question number four. Airborne sharks are killed by bombs dropped from a helicopter. Was that the Sharknado movie or was it real life? Sounds like real life. Or do you? (laughs) (laughs) Sharknado, I think. Sharknado. (laughs) You were going to go with me there. You are correct. So it's 2 1 uh, to Paper Tuesday's Breed. Let's bring it back with question five. A pod of dolphins creates a protective shield around a group of swimmers to save them from attack by an encroaching shark. Was this real life or was this the Sharknado movie? Oh, I would say dolphins are vicious too, though. I'm going to say real life. You are correct. Could she bring this back? Who knows? Question six (laughs) for Paper Tuesdays. A group of golfers happens upon a golf course water hazard infested with man-eating sharks. Is this real life or is this the Sharknado movie? We'll go with the movie, yes. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen some weird shit down with the K Club, but anyway. Starting <laughs> in a movie, final answer. Yes, yes, yes. Incorrect. Oh my god, did I win? No, it's two all. Oh. We were on seven <laughs> out of ten. Sorry. Okay, breed. A dangerous shark is killed on air on network television. Sharknado or real life? Um can you hear my housemates shouting? I can, yes. So inconsiderate. Um I'm gonna say real life. Incorrect. Sharknado movie. So you stay on two points. Guys, to take the lead once again. Um, this is the third last question. A child's severed arm is retrieved from inside of the shark who ate it, then reattached to his body. Sharknado movie or real life? I think that's real life. Go for it. Real life. That is correct. Oh. Hardly. 3-2, we are on the last question and I have no tiebreaker, so I'm not really... Oh no, sorry, we're on the second last question. So last question for each of you. I have no tiebreaker though, so if you tie, everyone's a winner, okay? So Breed, a man kills a shark from the inside using a chainsaw. Is this real life or is this a Sharknado movie? That's a Sharknado movie. Why, how, how did you get in there with a chainsaw? Correct. Who cares? I'm not even explaining the point of Sharknado. Like, there's, just watch it. <laughs> last question. After a ship is destroyed by torpedoes, sharks devour nearly 600 of the passengers thrown into ocean waters. Paper Tuesdays, for the win, is this Sharknado movie or is it real life? Just that could be real life. Sharknado movie. Right, right, we'll go with you. Right. All right, we'll go with you. Sharknado movie. movie. Sharknado, final answer? Final answer. Oh, Mike, you were wrong. <laughs> you, you. I are you doing I'm the quiz? She's doing the quiz as you're as we're answering, are you? I'm so sorry. Yeah, of course I am. I'm certainly <laughs> going to pre-vet the quiz. I wasn't going to do that level of prep. Right, guys. So unfortunately, it is a tie. So oh. we're going to have to figure out who's the best podcast some other way. <laughs> Maybe some form of wrestling. I don't know. Anyway, the other thing that I want to say about Sharknado is um, there is an article that I found from the Los Angeles Daily News that says, Sharknado, can it happen? Science says Maybe. I'm actually not going to go into how because I don't want to know, but apparently I can. Global. Like, no, I will say, sorry, as I read this article now, this information is coming from the Insurance Information Institute. Um, I, and it says a theoretical Sharknado would be covered by insurance, according to several consumers. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, a real life Sharknado wouldn't make history since time immemorial, frogs, fish, crabs, and even small sharks have been sucked up from the sea and tossed ashore miles inland, largely because of water spouts. There you go. Um, but apparently it's slightly unrealistic because um, sharks, sharks are, are too really heavy. heavy. Yeah. yeah. It would take a massive water spout of more than 250 miles per hour to generate the updraft needed to suck great whites out of the Pacific Ocean and dump them into LA. So not to worry, guys. We are grand. That will, like a, will be happening in 2021. What about like a dolphinado? A dolphinado? I would say more possible because they are lighter. And yeah. I more evil. Maybe that's what happened, Fungi. Maybe it is, yeah. I'm not ready to talk about that. I'm still upset. <laughs> Save it for the sh- the Fungi episode. Um, guys, what's your next topic? Yeah, Pat Kenny. That's that's my topic. I just that's whatever. really interesting. Um, what was he up to in 2013? <laughs> year. This is the year that we moved the dial, and he went to News Talk. Um, ah, of course. Yeah. Lula should know that she used to work for News Talk. I did, oh. yeah. I met him in twenty thirteen. He's very, very nice. Very, very nice man. Very polite. Oh right. Did you see yeah. the photo of him um, from nineteen seventies there? And he's wearing a lovely little jumper, and he's got. He's very. You'd want to look it up. It's in the RT archives. There it was on. Twitter. You'll have to. You'll have to send it on to us um, yeah. for the socials, just so we can yeah. uh, paint that picture for the people. Yeah. But, okay. So tell me more about um, Pat okay. in twenty thirteen and moving the dial. Yeah, I just I, I was looking up what happened in 2013. So I went to the Irish Times and the best of articles. And this was a key event. Uh, you know, it changed the landscape of Irish radio. And, uh, you know, things just haven't been the same since. <laughs> He's still there, is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is still there. Yeah, they still literally there. haven't been. No, he, he made been nothing but the same since. 
his company made something like 1.5 million or something. So he's he's uh, he's not too um, bothered by uh, leaving the Montrose. So yeah, I know. I'd say he's on the big books. What can oh. you tell us from the inside, Fanula? I can't tell you anything, and I really <laughs> wish this line of question would stop because I could get in trouble. Um, he's really nice. Am I correct in saying, uh, Michael, that you think he's the best late late presenter of all time? Oh, uh, this came up on a previous podcast. Uh, no, I, I had a controversial answer for that one. Uh, do you think he's the best ever? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I think he's the best at oh. anything ever. He's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love him as well. He's relaxed. Michael, I love how you nicely deflected away there from your controversial answer. Do I want to continue with this line of questioning or? Okay, okay, yeah. Duran Garrity is going to be the best late late show host. Oh. I'm a big fan. I, yeah. And Duran said it in an interview once that she, well, maybe bandwagons could be, it could be massive news. They'd never, never let the We're show more of a on. Graham Norton, Alan Carr yeah. situation, I feel. Like, be too much Six of a o'clock show vibe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Or like to the Today Show, like nationwide out of push. I love that format, like where you're just sitting on a couch and people are telling you things. They could be telling you anything. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And Dotty, you could replace them anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, yeah. it's meant to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, Darren Garrity is your favorite Late Late Show host, even though yeah. it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> on another timeline. That's a compliment. She will love that. He uses it externally. <laughs> Listen, you put it out into the world, you never know. That's it, that's it. Um, do you remember when he came in? Was it the toy show? He came in on an elephant fur. Did we talk about that before? Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, oh, and he made tea with a nun on the late day, didn't Yeah, he? that's the nun reading in the weird there. We saw that. Yeah, coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, she made a cappuccino. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was getting a little bit impatient though, but he, he enjoyed the coffee anyway, yeah. I would love, you know me, I'm all about eating the rich, but I would say I would love another Celtic tiger, but like everyone, everyone has the money, you know, and just so we could have a laugh and like we'd have the elephants again, you know. So I'd, I'd like, <laughs> do you know what? Just, just for like a day, I think that would be, I'd like a good laugh. It's possible you know? though. I think we could see another boom. Yeah. No, like financially, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But like probably not for everyone though. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Oh. Like I want, I'd, li I'd like to spread the wealth, you know? Right, yeah. Are you, do you not like that? Do you like capitalism? Well, I don't like it. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think a boom can happen where an elephant does return to RTE. That's, oh, that's the scenario. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, sorry, I thought I was hearing you say that you hated poor people. Okay. <laughs> I was just checking. Um, yeah, no, I... Yeah. <laughs> Elephants for everyone. Elephants for everyone. Yeah, that'll be in the next budget if we yeah. have our way. <laughs> what was your next topic, Breed? Oh, I only picked one. Oh, you only picked one? Yeah. Oh, well, now my one is so shit to end on because it's about no. hating Anne Hathaway. No, I have mini bandwagons, so you can go for Let's talk about Anne Hathaway. Okay, I, in 2013. Really yeah. In 2013, can I ask here, did anyone hate Anne Hathaway? And yeah. if you did, can you explain why? Why did you hate Anne Hathaway? I genuinely, do I mean the girls watched Princess Diaries again the other day? And okay. we were sitting there and we we're like, this doesn't even register in my brain as Anne Hathaway, like the person I'm seeing on screen right now. Because like, I, like we have, adore the princess diaries and mia thermopolis but it's not on hathaway and then i feel like everything from 2013 onwards it was just on hathaway and i don't know why everyone hated her it was because was that the year she won the oscar for lame is yeah for like all of eight minutes or whatever well she did a great job but i don't uh, know here when i was very about, when you hear about what she had in, to do like because this is the whole thing stuff. Like, yeah, but like, so this was the thing. There was like a whole fucking, someone wrote in this blog about the, this gal, Alexis Rhiannon wrote in this blog saying, there's something about her that rubs me the wrong way. I feel like she's not a real person. Someone said for the New Yorker, just was like, why is she so annoying? Some, the San Francisco Chronicle called her the most annoying celebrity of 2013. She had her own, like, you know, the way celebs have like fandom names. She had a fandom name for, well, she obviously didn't give it to them, but like they crowned themselves the Hatha haters. And like it was, and it was for this, like, I, no, it wasn't just the Lame Is thing, but it was like the, her speech, people fucking hated that because, you know, the way obviously she sings, I dreamed a dream. Yeah. Like she went up to accept the award and she was like, it came true. And people were like, oh, that be, that's going to be me though. I'll go up and quote some weird musical whenever you we will. Go. And everyone's <laughs> going to hate you. And like, everyone's going to hate me. Yeah, and your hater, what are your haters going to be called? The... Has to be something to do with brown or breed. Breed bashers. Breeding hate. Breed bashers, yes. Breed bashers is better. Yeah. 
What did you say? Breeding hate. That's not really as good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit dark. <laughs> For months, I wanted to change my name online to just keep breeding and Fanula absolutely <laughs> told me not to or she wouldn't speak. I really had to keep talking her down like it was it was not good. It was really, really not good. Um, but then she, she came out after and basically said that she actually wasn't really happy and she said um, she kind of lost her mind doing the movie because she she had to lose 25 pounds because obviously Fantine is fucking Fantine 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 what did I say Fantine <laughs> oh is it not Fantine it's it's Fantine it's oh, French. all right fucking yeah anyway so she had to literally eat only porridge to become her and whatever and she said like she was just so miserable so she was trying to pretend to be happy and she said it backfired anyway because people just absolutely fucking hated her um, and it was just really sad and it was just like internalized misogyny was a big thing big thing because it was weird because Jennifer Lawrence was really having her moment that year as well and it felt like it was like Jennifer Lawrence she's so relatable she's falling upstairs she wants food at award ceremonies haha <laughs> gas and then Anne Hathaway was just like just wanted to do her fucking job and it was like yeah. oh you bitch now she did also say she said she cried watching back her performances in Les Mis which I'm a bit like it's a sad movie with the, I think I think that was the point she was trying to make. But I think people took that as she was I crying. She was so moved by her own performance, which I just don't think anyway. Anne Hathaway is my boyfriend's like hall pass. He fucking what? in Kean Roach's house. You will not say a bad word against Anne Hathaway. I, I like actually really like Anne Hathaway. She brought. What are you trying to say about Keen? <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I just feel like she's very tall. Um. Why I definitely hated her at the time. Do you know what I hate, didn't like about her? It was swiftly moving on. Um, when she tried to like branch into comedy with like Get Smart with Steve Carell and all. Like I had no time for that. Get Smart is a good movie. From I've never seen day. it. <laughs> Have you seen Get Smart, guys? Yeah, I remember seeing it, but I don't remember much about it. That was a great film. Yeah, yeah. No, I probably enjoyed a big Steve Carell fan. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Can't go wrong with that. And maybe um, it is internalized misogyny, but. Now, do you know what I also don't think helped? The 2011 Oscars, because they were bad. She hosted with James Franco and it was like... Oh, really awkward. Yeah, like one of the worst in history. Yeah. I I know, I do feel like she was also maybe a bit overexposed. So I think people just got sick of her. You know, like if if celebs are in too much shit, they're just immediately like, I hate this. But yeah. yeah, Anyway, she's happy out now. She's uh, had a baby and... Is doing whatever she's doing. She's a big ally as well. She loves the gays. You up the gays. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. What were we all doing in 2013? The wrong things. Hating on Hathaway, watching Sharknado, <laughs> following Pat Kenny's journey to news talk, <laughs> laughing at Robert Ford and asking what does the fox say? That was 2013. That was beautiful. Do we, You're um, so welcome. <laughs> do we want a mini bandwagon? We do, yeah, we do. Okay. I had loads of these. Um let me think. Okay, I'm going to save some for next week. So, um, how am I going to phrase this? Do you remember when I went through my lost phase, Fanula? Yeah. When they put lost on Virgin Media Player and I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. only about two years ago and I'd never seen it before. Yeah. Well, I didn't finish lost because it's a waste of time, but they have a thing on Amazon Prime now called The Wilds. And it's kind of like if you cross lost... It's like lost for teenage girls. Did we not talk about this the other day that it was like highly, highly recommended or was it the boys? No, the boys. Well, anyway, I kind of heard the same vibes about the wilds that it was like class, but... It's it's yeah. not class, but Hilda and Quiva had watched it and they were on to me and on to me to watch it. So I binged it over the weekend and it's it's good. Like it's these, uh, it's probably like eight teenage girls who are on this on the way to like a feminism retreat and they're playing crashes and Jesus. they're stranded on an island but like all is not what they seem like maybe they were meant to end up on this island and it's it's a bit like weird and there's lots of twists in it it's good okay. you probably hate it lads I don't know it's not like it's very like pretty little liars kind of vibes okay if they were stuck on an island um, interesting so that's the wilds and that's on Amazon Prime if people want to yes. watch that um, Reply All Test Kitchen have you listened to this yet? I feel no, like I haven't, but it is severely on my list. Like this is where our two worlds collide. I feel like because I am yeah. the biggest Reply All fan. Mark, I'm I feel so like glad that they are doing this. Like yeah. it's going so good. It's a it's a podcast. Um, it's made by Gimlet. It's uh, PJ Vote and Alex 
Goldberg or something. Um, and they basically just make like episodes about things that are happening on the internet, but they're like really interesting. And they had the episode that got me in was they were getting like these calls from a like a call center in India. And they kept answering and recording and like chatting and like building up relationships with the people calling them. And it got like it's over like two or three episodes where they actually go to India and turn up at the call center and like bang down the door. And they're like, why do you keep calling me? Like, what do you want from me? Um, it's very good. But yeah, they've you would like it. Yeah. Um, but they have a new series now on this whole test BA test kitchen. Yeah, so Drama. thank thank God we did not do an episode on Bon Appetit because we came close so many times and then they were basically like there was a lot of shit came out about it being like a really problematic workplace and a lot of like race related shit and just really nasty, not good shit. But this podcast basically explores all that and why it went kind of so wrong and how the culture became in the test kitchen because it was like this beloved online internet series with these internet personalities that people loved you're talking into the millions of views, probably tens of millions. Um, and I'd like huge stars in its own right. And now it's just like gone overnight. They've tried to kind of keep it up or whatever. It's probably only going to be of interest if you intently follow the BA test kitchen. But I know a lot of people who listen to us did. Yeah. Um, but as you said, anything Reply All does is yeah, it's, always going uh, to be of good quality. So even if you don't know, it's probably... In an interesting, I don't want to say a good story because like it's a grim story, but it's an interesting enough story to get into, I think. Yeah, and it's not PJ and Alex either. It's Shruti Pinamanani is hosting this series and she's excellent. She's done a lot of the, she's like a reporter for, for Reply All and she's she's excellent and she's a really good way of like interviewing people. So give that a listen if it takes your fancy. Um, And then finally, do you remember uh, the whole like who wants to be a millionaire cheating scandal? Yes. They, I finally watched the drama series about it. Have you Quiz. seen? You watched yeah. it last year. So RTE, I watched it during lockdown fucking two and a half or something. RTE were airing it in the last couple of weeks. It's all on the player now. I have one episode left. No spoilers, please. But uh, it's excellent. No spoilers, um, she says. Happen in real life, but okay. Michael Sheen as Chris Tarrant is Haunting. something else. Give him the Oscar. Haunting. Have you, have you, do you watched it, lads? When did this happen? No, I've never heard of this. Oh, you should watch it. It's very good. In like 2003, this lad got caught out for cheating on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire because he won the million, but every time he had like his wife and another guy... The coughing thing. Yeah, the coughing thing. He had them helping him in the audience and he'd rub his ear if he didn't know and they'd cough like as many coughs as the answer was or whatever. And Um, at the time, it was after the fact like he got the million and then... It was kind yeah. of like when you watch the series, it's kind of like uh, his brother-in-law was like mad into it and was like trying to get on the show loads. And then his wife had been on the show and then they kind of put him on the show. So they were like the producers and all were very suspicious of them because they were so into it. And then he came on and it was kind of one of those things where they didn't they ran out of time after his first like four questions and he'd used two of his lifelines. And it didn't look like he was going to do very well. And he came back the next day and did like guessed his way to a million basically. So they were kind of like watching him the whole way through and it's the court case and uh, behind the scenes and all, it's really good. Watch it and then watch, I think the, the because ITV did a documentary about it after the fact as well and I think that's on YouTube. Yeah. So watch Quiz on the RT player and then watch the documentary. Yeah. That's for, I'm t- saying that to the lads and I'm saying that to anyone listening. So. Do you have any, anyone have any additional mini bandwagons to throw into the pot? Anything you're watching, anything you're listening to that you would recommend from any time or place? No, I started re-watching The Office again. That's why I brought up Steve Carell. I've actually watched it from start to finish twice already. And now I'm doing it, I think, for the third time. So I watched it for the first time during lockdown one and um, dehydrated myself crying at Jim and Pam. Like, just... I actually don't think I can ever watch it again because I'll just upset myself. It's unreal. I tell you what, though, and I don't think I've ever admitted this, but I did stop watching after Steve Carell left. Should I watch the older? Should I watch the newer one series after? Yeah. No, not really. Okay, so I'm not missing it. That's fine. That's all I need to know. I started rewatching it recently as well. I'm on like season four, but actually, one of my other mini bandwagons that I chose to not do is uh, the Office Ladies podcast. There's uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela. I don't know her surname, but she plays Angela in the show. Are basically doing a rewatch podcast where they like talk about behind the scenes and what it was like to make each individual episode. Um, but I haven't listened to it yet, so that's why I was going to talk about it next week instead. Maybe yeah. I will. Kevin is doing, a, so he did like a 
an anthology kind of anthology is the wrong word but it was like a, a podcast exclusively for Spotify where it was like kind of the same thing but it was like kind of the lore behind the office and all the trivia it wasn't necessarily a rewatch podcast but now I think he's doing he's doing another podcast which I think is a rewatch podcast that is coming soon or is maybe already currently out just if anyone is looking for that I heard it here first you heard you it here first it's not earlier um have you seen call my agent no. I have seen people talking about this on Twitter and I've been intrigued. What is it about and would I, I enjoy it? Yes, you would enjoy it. I loved it. Now, I didn't uh, watch much of Emily in Paris, but uh, well, no, I don't think I'd look watch any of it, but this is subtitled <laughs> and it is gripping. I, like, okay. I think I don't watch a lot of series, but I loved it. I just basked in it. It's about, It follows this young agent and it turns out that, oh, I don't want to give too many spoilers away now, but there's family connections in the business and it's... Okay it's you get a sense of the acting world and what it's like to be an agent you know that they, they're on 24 7 and it's just a it's an industry where there's so much drama it's just it's a beautiful watch i enjoyed it and where can people watch that that's on netflix oh, oh. yeah i've seen people like jen gannon and stuff i think tweeting about it and maybe Maren o'connell and i trust them about tv so i, right. I think i'm gonna I'm going to put it on the list. I'm going to put it on my very, very long list at this point. I need to fucking, I need to finish ER. I need to finish Housewives. You need to, it's been a year. We said uh, last March, we bumped into Louise McSharry, um, a reeling in the years quiz, actually. And Ooh. we said, will you come on and do a Real Housewives episode? And she's like, absolutely. So then we started to watch Real Housewives. And it's nearly March and Fanula is still chucking away. There are 10 there are... seasons of it and 21 episodes each season. I watched it in 12 weeks, which was... I gave up a lot of my life. <laughs> I, I cannot. I cannot. I will get there. I will get there. And we will do yeah, our lovely. It'll things. happen at some point. Guys, where can people find out more about um, yourselves and Paper Tuesdays? And what is Paper Tuesdays for the uninitiated? <laughs> we still don't know. Yes, this is last time. We're not really sure what it is. It was, it's a podcast where we used to do certain things and then we done other things and now we're trying to do the things we used to. Then. <laughs> interesting uh, Breed credited uh, our interview with Brendan Kelly that was a cracker uh, but we've had Keith Walsh to FM who ye had on afterwards and um, we've oh so you're just me? saying we're copying ye is that you it? had me I was on yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> well we had Breed Brown's episode on yeah, yeah. I don't know who's who's she <laughs> our first to me. more they're fantastic episodes um, yeah, yeah we, we are just Turning out the content every Tuesday on Spotify and wherever you get the podcasts. There you go. There you go. And they're also on the socials um, at Paper Tuesdays. Thank yeah. You. Um, Bridge, Bit of housekeeping. Yeah. Um, Dublin show. Tickets are on sale from Tuesday. Yes. Study. The third November 4th. November 4th. It's Thursday. It's our last. Uh, it's the only Dublin show that still has tickets available. They are flying I like way faster than I thought they would be. So don't leave it till. We're not announcing there'll be no other shows after this. So. Yeah. Yeah, not this year. There will be eventually shows again, but and you want to go see us in twenty twenty one. You need to get tickets, so there are tickets available, as Bree just said, for Cork and Dublin from tickets.ie. Yep, um, I'm still accepting online dating stories, but this is the genuinely the last week. Like we are doing it next week, yeah. um. So please email me those. Yeah, make sure they're not shy. Um, <laughs> make sure they're good. Um, we are on Patreon for Movie Club this week. We did Angus Tongs and Perfect Snogging. Yeah, one of us is a frigid. You have to tune in to find out which one. Yeah, you'll never guess. You'll uh, you never guess. Um, we are Bandwagon's podcast everywhere on social media. If you don't already follow us on Spotify, please do because you'll be alerted to new episodes. Uh, leave us a review on Apple, but only if it's nice. Um, I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher. Because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.